Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, welcome back to In My Feels. Whoa. <laughs> welcome back to Believe in K-Pop. Did not mean to say In My Feels, but you should go check out In My Feels should you be listening to this. How's it going everybody this week? I am doing quite well. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to another podcast. You guys have heard it many times on here, Soju Talk. Um, I, uh, you know, Hamilton came out obviously this past Friday, watched it. It was like pretty good, you know, my first time seeing it. I have not seen it live though. Um, so anyway, I I popped in uh, or I watched it. And then afterwards I was, I saw that Soju Talk's Discord was live. Um, streaming something so I was like what are they streaming and um, ended up being um, what's it called it ended up being Hamilton and as soon as I popped in I was like I was like oh I popped in and like you can hear when someone pops into discord like chats voice chats so when I popped in I was like oh I, I literally did not even mean to click it but I clicked it and I was like oh shoot and as soon as I popped in someone was like oh hi Emily and I was like Oh shoot, <laughs> I can't say I accidentally popped in, but like, so I, I stayed and I'm really glad I stayed because I ended up talking with some of the listeners and avid um, users of Soju Talks Discord. And then I actually ended up staying up till like 5 a.m. Um, like we we streamed a music show through there um, and ended up staying up till like 5 a.m. listening to two of the other uh, users talk. And it was quite funny um, and it was quite entertaining and I was happy that it happened. So shout out to Soju Talks Discord and shout out to the people um, that came over from Soju's Discord into Believe in K-Pop's Discord because it was definitely an influx after that. Doug, I know, is there now. Um, so thanks for coming into that. Hopefully you're listening to this episode through our Discord, Believe in K-Pop. I see that a couple of users are quite unsatisfied with uh, Irene and Sulgi's um, non-release of their music video. Um, not quite sure what is going on with that. I have not looked into it. I know Chunga came out with something today, um, but I'm trying to see, like, have they even, they haven't released it and they released um, music video behinds of, oh, they came out with the official music video. I'm sorry, music, the official song. There must have been something that we obviously are not aware of um, behind the scenes could lead to the reason why obviously they did not post it. Let's see. I'm watching the teaser right now. SF9 released something yesterday. Uh, next week I plan on interviewing, um, or reaching out to, it's a group of women. Um, they created something called K-pop collective with a K. Um, you can follow them K-pop underscore underscore collective. Um, they have a website that they've been doing for the past, uh, definitely five years. Um, and they have a lot of like our academic articles on, on there, but basically they're called KPK, um, K-pop collective. Um, it's the oldest and only Aka fan site for modern Korean popular music established in 2010 has developed into a community of practice and a thematic research collection centered on K-pop. Members are also active scholars and Aka fans who work on individual scholarly projects related to Hallyu, a contemporary Korean culture movement. Okay. K-pop collective promotes the public's understanding of contemporary Korean pop culture popular culture, creates resources, and provides analysis and context on K-pop from a global perspective. Interesting. So I really thought that was cool. And um, I never, I feel like I'd heard it before, but I just hadn't, you know, I came across it when I was actually looking for things about um, how K-pop has utilized um, 
black like has been founded quote-unquote on black music um i know as of recent there was a a thing about where lee suman from uh, sm the founder of sm he said uh way back when um that south korea has best consumed black music in asia such as just as j-pop was built on rock we make k-pop based on black music which is so interesting to hear um and they reference a lot of other things so i'm really interested to talk to them and hear their findings over the course of you know the 10 years that they've existed obviously there's been a lot that's changed but would definitely love to hear more of their perspective. So I will be reaching out to the creators of K-Pop Collective. Um, also, it's a group of black women that are over, I believe. Um, at least definitely. So one of the women, Crystal S. Anderson, and then there's Katrina Davis Kendrick. So I'll be talking to the both of them hopefully next week. Um, and what's interesting is that so members of KPK, let's see, hold on. There's Crystal S. Anderson and then there's Katrina Davis Kendrick. One's a senior fellow um, at the University of South Carolina, senior fellow for instructional design and information management at KPK, and associate librarian slash associate professor at the University of South Carolina, Lancaster. And then there's Crystal S. Anderson. She's a PhD. She's the director of KPK K-pop Collective. She researches pop culture, pop cultures, um, that travel around the world and how fans interact with them. You can find more about her K-pop research here and her other research on her scholarly blog, CSA PhD. Um, so you can search them up, K-pop collective with a K at dot com, and you can see all their cool stuff. I'm really excited to get in contact with them um, and see what is good with what they've been doing. Um, you know, they don't have that many followers. They have a lot of mutual followers that I, I know. Um, they only have 251 followers total, and they've existed for 10 years, but they've obviously been doing their work. Um, shout out to P. Lowe, DJ Peter Lowe, who's following them, Tamar Herman, Stephanie Parker from the K-pop cast. Beyond How You um, and The Learned Fangirl, they all follow them. So can't wait to check them out, hopefully with an interview next week. Let's go through some other things that uh, I've been doing. So currently um, back in Atlanta, um, I moved from LA. So woot woot, thank you very much LA for such a good time. Um, I shall be back, but uh, currently in Atlanta until I go off to Korea. So I've decided to, um, I'm helping with another podcast with a friend of mine and it's kind of, she has a really cool background to things and she is, you know, uh, recording things as she is sort of going as like a kind of personal recording, but also just, she's trying to create a community because she does have a very unique view and successful view for a very young age, um, on a number of different things. So she's kind of, it's kind of like a diary log, but also like a help thingy, um, or inspirational thing. So I decided, um, when I don't have a guest, I will do that. Um, now, I also need to finish up Blackpink's um, YouTube collection, so I will do that this week. Um, Blackpink and Icon and Akmu Akdong Musician are the only three YG groups I have left. Granted, I've only gone through two, which is Big Bang and Winner, but I feel like I know those groups now, which I'm very proud of myself for. Um, so I will go through those, and then we will take a gander at another group following that. Um, but I've been watching Ito on class. Um, I think the hype has finally kind of died down and then now I also see the hype and it makes me want to just go to Seoul tomorrow but you know I've been thinking about it and I think back to like how I felt when I was over there I did feel not helpless but I felt very like holy wait wait I really did come over here by myself and I'm like 
shoot, now I got to figure this out. Like it was almost overwhelming to the point where I just wanted to sleep because I didn't want to deal with it. Um, so now, um, I'm starting to get that feeling like, oh, like I'm going back, I'm going back. Um, and to be honest, you know how people say like, oh, you know, you manifest the things that you want. I definitely, at one point, I would like, I wanted to go back so bad that like, I remember one time I was in the car and I was looking down at something and I imagined it was like a Korean taxi. Like I just imagined like, or like I would watch these shows, Romance is a Bonus Book or, you know, uh, Eat One Class or, you know, Boys Over, well, Boys Over Flowers. Well, I did watch that. But anyway, so I would watch these things and I would just be like, oh my God, like I, my heart would long for it. Um, so, and now, you know, I'm going back. So I definitely think I manifested it in a way. Um really happy about that and you know I was thinking about manifestation and how people talk about how you know when you manifest something you have to feel like it's you feel so strongly about it that you feel like it's like your name like how my I know my name is Emily like I feel so strongly about I felt so strongly about going back to Seoul I was like I feel so strongly about this there is no doubt in my mind I'm going back and I was determined that's when you know like you're going to get something. Maybe you don't know how or when or what, but I was just like, I have to be back there. And that's the case. Um, so I think if you're trying to manifest something, you know, in some ways, there are definitely things that I've really wanted, uh, especially over the past few years that like, for example, I remember when I was interning in, um, in New York, uh, I interned every single summer in New York, during my college years, um, and had different types of internships, but it was towards the end of my college career. I was probably my, between my junior and senior year, I was interning at the Players Tribune, which was Derek Jeter's um, company he created after he retired for athletes to be able to tell their own stories rather than relying on the third person party like ESPN or Sports Illustrated or Fox Sports, whatever you want to call it. Um, so athletes would submit their, and I actually, and now I'm thinking about it, I manifested that. I manifested that internship. I was trying to, I was like, oh, I really want to intern at the Players Tribune. And I was like, I didn't know any, how to get in contact. I had a contact that wanted to connect me to another internship, but I was like, I really want to intern at the Players Tribune. Tribune. Do you know anybody that works there? And they're like, mm, I don't really know it. And then I think it was like a couple months after I was trying to just find different ways to do it. And I think Michigan and the Players Tribune had linked up and like created some sort of partnership. And I was like working with a football team then and the baseball team. And I was like, okay, I need to use it in some way. And then I somehow, I got in contact with two of the people that work there. And then I got in contact with the guy I needed to get in contact with. And I'm flanking on his name right now, but I got in contact with him and I was able to, um, uh, like the internship then was like in my lap. Like it was like, Oh, you want to intern here? And it was like, so I found I was, it was through different ways where I was like, I'd never lost sight of me interning at the player's tribune. I just knew I didn't know how I was going to get it. And so, um, and then, so again, um, my, in between junior and senior year, when I was interning there, I was thinking about how can I, like, I, I always knew that I didn't want to go to a small market to be on you know, television. Um, that's the normal tried and true path. And sometimes I was like, I was okay with doing it. But then in my heart, I just knew and I told the um, woman who, um, who now is very responsible for a lot of the things that I'm doing right now. Um, she let me house like stay with her whenever I was interning in New York until she unfortunately passed away from cancer. Um, after I graduated my senior year, right before I came back to New York uh, to intern with the Mets. Um, and her children are all very much accomplished people. But um, she was always the one who really believed in me and was like, I know you're not gonna, 
you know, live in a small town, or I know you're not going to, you know, start off in a small town, you're going to go straight to like a New York or an LA. And she would tell that to me. And I, when she told me that the first time I was like, wow, like she really thinks that and like that gave me a little more faith. But um, I always just felt like I just knew I was like, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere big to start. And I wanted to go to either New York or LA. And I'd always wanted to live in LA my whole life. Um, it was always this sort of like fantasy land um, that didn't make sense on how I would ever end up there because I just felt like I never fit in. Like I would watch these award shows, um, whether it was Teen Choice Awards or American Music Awards or Billboard, whatever it was. And I would see those people in the pit and I'd be like, those motherfuckers, like, God damn it, I'm just so jealous. And, and I was just, everyone who was ever from or around, you know, California or in LA, I just created this like jealousy of like, gosh, you live the life. And I just never thought I would be able to, you know, to go there. And then I spent like some time there at UCLA, (laughs) at UCLA for like two weeks, fell in love with it, got really nostalgic about it. When I left, I was like, UCLA is going to be my number one school, didn't get in. And then, you know, fast forward, uh, I guess seven years, I was working for UCLA or I guess five years working um, at UCLA, you know, on camera in LA, you know, at the Rose Bowl, at Poly Pavilion, just things I would have never, ever in my life guessed that would happen, happened in like the best way possible. But you know, the one thing that's interesting is that things, a lot of the things that I wanted happen when I, not that I don't care, but it doesn't phase me as much. Like if I were to move to LA when I really wanted to be there, I don't think I would have been ready to do it. So I think also another thing is like, obviously things come in time and there's a process to everything on when you'll be ready to do something. So, um, you know, I'm excited to move back to Seoul. I think this is the most excited I've been. No, and I was excited to move to LA. Um, there are times when I'd be in LA and I'd pinch myself like, holy shit, I've been, I'm here. Like I never thought I would be here. And then give it a couple months after that. And I was like in those pits, like for the BBMAs or the AMAs or Teen Choice Awards or Radio Disney, like that stuff was crazy crazy to me like how how it all happened um so right now I think what I'm going to focus on obtaining um and I guess I I can't totally put off like because I'm not in Seoul yet so I have to get there first um but I want to you know get there um and I want to continue the podcast stuff that I'm doing I'm really really excited about that but um I also want to you know try um, other, you know, I want to continue my hosting in different ways, you know, try different things. Um, not quite sure what it is yet. So that's the other thing. This brings me to my next quote or the quote I never mentioned about Itaewon class. And it is, um, it was said by Chang, what's his name? Oh my goodness. Um, the, the main dude, not the main dude, but the dude who is very Seroyi, Park Seroyi's, um, enemy, um, the dad, uh, for Changa Ko company um he said this he said a person with a clear goal can achieve many things and I think there were times when I had a uh, you know obviously in these cases I had a clear goal it didn't come right away but it came eventually um that I'm so grateful for um that you know I was able to achieve a lot of things um I need to sit there I need to sit and ruminate on what kind of goal I want whether it's you know having a good fun in the scene group of friends or you know finding a relationship or leveling up in my career um that kind of thing so 
I'm deciding on which of those three or, you know, obviously always the focus is to make sure my family is, you know, I focus a lot of time or just thought on my family. So making sure that they're safe. If there's something in your life, I'd like to hear from, you know, you guys in discord chats, which it's not private. Um, anybody can join. Um, I would like to hear what kind of stuff you're trying to manifest, um, and think, um, and move towards, um, or something that you feel like is in your grasp, like, you know, like the back of your hand. So maybe we could do this together. You know, maybe another thing that I need to work on is my fluency in Korean. Um, because a girl, <sighs> procrastination is my middle name, but my Lord have mercy. Like a girl needs to, uh, focus on that. So, um, focus on what matters. And that is definitely what matters, um, right now. <sighs> anyway, so also making money while I'm doing everything I'm doing and staying safe. So there's all, my mind always goes to all these different things. You know, you can focus on those other things, but still have a clear goal of like what you need to do. So right now I believe it's, you know, making sure that I get to soul. And, you know, once I get to soul, it's going to be continuing to level up. No, but I need to like see a clear goal. What is that clear goal going to be? Like moving to soul is a clear goal. You know, achieving fluency is a clear goal. Moving to LA was a clear goal. Working for, you know, the Players Tribune, clear goal. I've been saying for the last two years people will be like so what are you doing now like what's your next move and I'm always like you know I'm trying this and doing that and blah 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 and honestly like I don't know like I kind of just I'm trying to figure it out and I've been trying to figure it out for the last two years <laughs> and everyone says your 20s are about you know trying to figure things out and I'm like yeah but your girl has not had like stability in the last two years like like I've been I've definitely moved up in different ways and like grown and I can't wait to see the growth especially this in this, this next month is going to be a lot of growth with the different interviews that are coming about and just different opportunities for things um so maybe there's something with that but I think my my goal I feel like when I move to Seoul like I definitely have a group of friends there I want to be able to see I I do this I want to be able to strengthen those relationships but I haven't dated anybody in a really I haven't People say high school doesn't count, so I guess the relationship I had in high school doesn't necessarily count, but I would say that I haven't, like, had a relationship in, ever, if you don't count high school, and throughout high school, that that was on and off, because I was a petty person, um, so I would like to, you know, try out a relationship, um, with someone that I genuinely enjoy, um, and, you know, get along with, and am attracted to, and it doesn't have to last forever, However, I just want to, but I need to, so the thing is also, if I want to have a relationship, I need to give a clear goal of who that person is. So I'm not telling you guys, I'm not telling you, I'm kidding. Um, but I'm going to try to think on who it could be anyway. Um, so continuing on, um, so one of the other quotes that really stuck with me, um, about what, you know, through the show is it was emotions are shallow and inconsistent they change according to the situation you still said that a lot of people i know in the discord do not like her she's starting to annoy me again at first she really annoyed me and then for a time she didn't and the last episode i watched it was like episode seven she started to get on my nerves again and i'm glad that park seroyi like will put her in her place he gets really emotional around her uh, sua points out or Nada, who apparently was in Hello Venus, the girl group. Um, she is really pretty. Um, shout out to people who pointed that out. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, emotion. I'm a very emotional person, although I don't show it that much. 
my my emotions as you guys heard earlier or just my thoughts they change and my mind just goes different places so like sometimes I'll there are definitely phases I used to be really into soccer where I used to love and breathe and die by soccer like lord knows I didn't really know how well they played I was normally just focused on how hot the guy was um the guys were on the field but I would wear their um their jerseys all the time I, I would dress up like them my emotions are very fickle or not fickle but they just go in and out um, sometimes I feel strongly about things sometimes I don't and that's the same for everybody so um, I think they've been you know dropping some nice memorable quotes here those are the two that definitely have stuck with me even though they're very simple have definitely stuck with me um, I'm gonna try to do some you know meditations to try to think more clearly on things that I want and I'll get back to you if I start to feel that it's actually happening um they say you know with the book by BTS or not by BTS by Dr. Doty James R. Doty um he wrote the book Into the Magic Shop which you know inspired the song Magic Shop and if you go to uh the fake shop fake fake shop fake love um teaser or I think music video as well they take a quote from that book but basically this dude talks about how you can trick your mind into believing anything and that ultimately subconsciously moves you towards whatever you're trying to manifest um so even if you don't necessarily believe it at a certain point even though you don't necessarily like believe like you want it to happen but you don't necessarily believe it yet as soon as you start just like telling yourself you start to believe it so i'm gonna try that and i'll let you know how it goes um but until then, thank you guys for listening to Believe in K-Pop. Next week, we will hopefully have K-Pop Collective as guests. Um, obviously, if you can, go check out In My Feels. Go, we'll be having a lot of really cool guests on there. Also, please go check out uh, Girl Talk with Cody and Wyatt. They are really fun. And obviously, if you're an ARMY, go check out Interlude ARMY with Roseanne and Jose because they have some good insight and great interviews as well. So thank you guys so much for listening to Believe in K-Pop, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.